Hey there, welcome to Assorted Goods. My name is Dan Felton. Thank you for joining me here. And unfortunately, this is it. This is the last episode of Assorted Goods. I know it's a little bit abrupt. I know I didn't really announce a major send off or anything like that. But the truth is, I've thought about bringing Assorted Goods to an end for a long time. And right about now, it's felt like it's run its course for me, truthfully. I mean, I had a whole lot of other ideas I thought about going into, but when it came down to it, I just felt like it was time to move on. So this is it. This is the last episode. This is one last little thing to publish onto the feed to say goodbye. And of course, to say thank you. Really, I can't thank all of you who have listened to this show enough for the support over these last three and a half years. Wow, I can't believe it's been that long. This has been one of the more inconsistent podcasts in the podcasting world, but Sticking with it over these three and a half years has been really meaningful, and I, I hope that it has been valuable to you, the listener, for as long as it's been on the air. Really, I've learned a lot, and, and more importantly, to sound a little corny and cliche, I'm sure, but I found a level of self-confidence that I don't believe I ever had before, and I think this podcast and the response it's received and the people I've met over these years have played big roles in that. It's been much more meaningful than just a creative endeavor. I, of course, have to give a big thank you to everyone who has stopped by to be a guest on Assorted Goods over the years. My friend Carlo Trenadu, journalist and writer Matt Hongles-Hetling, Dr. Joseph Ferrari and Dr. Nicole Titro, lawyer Bruce Siegel, Michael Motley of the One Mike History podcast, John Williams and Ben Robinson of the Geek Exploration podcast. And look, I'm really thankful to have had the chance to meet the people I've met through this podcast and to have meaningful conversations both on the air and off the air as well with them to share ideas and share their ideas with you as well. It's really been one of the most important pieces of doing this podcast for all these years. And look, as I sign off from Assorted Goods here this episode, I've actually brought one last friend around to shoot the shit a little bit and look back on my first podcasting baby. A friend who has become a bit of a podcasting confidant, Jeff Feitner, who hosts the podcast Round and Round, For the Trees, and Half Fast, He's also helped produce multiple projects like the audio dramas Dispatches of Disassociation and Coyote's Bluff, and he plays Cameron on this audio sitcom Forza Crowd. He's a really busy guy, and yet I managed to bring him in for one last go-around here on Assorted Goods. So Jeff is here to help me roll the barbecue cover over Assorted Goods, and look, I'm not going to have some big outro after Jeff and I's talk here this episode, so I'm just going to get everything out of the way up front for you. First of all, I still exist in the podcast world. Every week, my best friend Matt and I talk and crack jokes at various stories we find from the news, internet, and pop culture, and our own lives as well. That podcast is called Fucking A. F-U-C-K-I-N, no G, E-H, A, like Canadian, A, like me. So you can find that podcast on all the podcast players that are out there. And if you want it in visual format, you can see my beautiful face and Matt's also beautiful face on YouTube as well. So search there if that sounds like something you're into. And if you want to stay in touch with me, you can hit me up on the social medias. Most of you already do, I know. But if you've stumbled upon this show once upon a time and want to get in touch, find me on Twitter and Instagram at the handle at DisinformedDan. Or you could even just email me, say hi, share some thoughts on assorted goods or whatever else is happening with you at dan at disinformed.ca. And last but not least, to bring assorted goods to an end is to free up the space, the time, and the mental energy to move on to new things. I do have a new podcast that I am planning on launching in the coming months, still in some early stages, but of course I will be working on that. 
and we'll announce the show when it's about time to do so. So I'm not really going anywhere. I'm just continuing to work on myself and growing as a creator, getting better at all this stuff, trying new things, you know, the spice of life, all that philosophical crap. So again, look, thank you to each and every person who has listened to this show, who has shared it, who has made it a part of your listening routine. Thank you all for the kind words of support over these years. And thank you for helping me grow as a person and a creator. Really, it's it's been so amazingly meaningful to me. When I first started the show, I had never done anything creative really in my entire life. You know, imagine that about 27 years old, starting to write for the first time or produce audio, a really awkward kid who suddenly picked up a microphone and started talking into it like strangers wanted to hear what I had to say. And it turned out there were a few strangers who did. And I'm really glad that you found that valuable. And I hope that in the future, whatever I create will be meaningful and valuable to you as well. So until then, I hope to hear from you all soon. And I wish all of you the best as well in your own lives. And for one last roundup, here it is. My last chat with friend and fellow podcasting creator, Jeff Feitner. Enjoy. Much love to you all. And I'll talk to you all soon. Oh, I suppose we should introduce the thing. Like, hi, this is Jeff. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm I was going to say, we uh, uh, the awkward introduction of this, this will come after my brief, like, public service announcement intro but uh (laughs) we are gathered here today to to mark to to mark the pod fade of assorted goods once and for all um abruptly and uh, sort of out of the blue and and not announced but i thought i thought a good way to 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 eulogize the show was to bring jeff who was supposed to be a guest at some point but we never quite figured it out that's right Jeff, who is Jeff, who has uh, become my podcasting confidant and and partner in totally legitimate business. Um, Jeff, True. say hi. Welcome hi. to the show. Welcome. Hi, thanks. I'm so happy to be on Assorted Goods finally after all these years. Just in time. Just sliding in <laughs> under the garage door as it closed. That's right. right. That's right. Just picture me in a cheesy knockoff Indiana Jones hat with a plastic pleather jacket and a yes. Um, a child's bullwhip replica. Well, we um, won't have sliding. video of the episode, but that's actually what you're wearing. So it is, it is indeed what I'm wearing. And <laughs> I have two little orange capped uh, plastic pistols yeah. just because I got a question to start though, Jeff, is <laughs> right. it, is it, does this qualify as a pod fade? I don't think it's pod fade. I, I no? think, no, I think pod fade is like what I do. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> where I, you know, I've started titles and actually produced a couple of them and then just don't finish them because I get into other things. Right. Assorted goods. You've done what? 5,000 episodes, I think, or at least 5,000 hours. Count. <laughs> I lost you count deleted some. because I deleted a bunch of them and then restarted. Right. I think, I, I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm a, I finish at about like 70 or so. Total. I mean, I, what, what I think I would call this instead of pod fade is, um, you know, all, all good things come to an end, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it a pun is in Im- there somewhere, I'm sure, but you know. It is important to acknowledge when you've when something's run its course and it's okay to let it end and look back on it fondly, but not regretfully, not with remorse. Sure. Sure. That's that's a very nice way of putting it, I think. So, well, uh, you know, I don't there's never been an original thought 
from my brain. I read an article somewhere about like, why do we always, always say, you know, the failed marriage, the failed friendship, the failed this, the failed that. Like it is okay for things to end over time. You know, like, yeah. The idea that if it doesn't last forever, it's not a success. Correct. Like it it could be, it, it was a successful period. And I think assorted goods, if the only thing you got out of it was um, if I recall some things you've mentioned over the years was sure you're a socially awkward person who has issues with being in public and talking to people and yeah. um, interacting with people both online and in the real world. And now here you are something like three years later and you are a much more confident person. You're able to express your opinions and, and beliefs in a way that is cogent and meaningful with researched and data backed ideas. Um, you also know how to produce the content you've, you have grown by leaps and bounds from your very first episode, it just in production, not in content wise, I'm not commenting on content because you've always defined your content and you've always met that definition. Yeah. And now as you're getting into your thirties, you realize you want to do something and, and define it a little more clearly. And, and I think that's important. I think you are, you are hitting the benchmarks of everything that a podcaster or a content creator should. Now, this is why I knew I brought you here for a reason. It's not the (laughs) ego boost that is there. You know, there is something funny about that, that I like, I, I I don't obviously speak about this, but I I will hear obviously, but uh, starting therapy, like in in the last month or so for, for not like terrible downer reasons for more like exactly what you said. Like I'm in my thirties and I'm like, I got to work. I got to figure out some of the self-identity stuff I'm doing here and find somebody to talk to. Right. And uh, I'm fortunate to have access to to good services and and some benefits through my job and all that. And I I wish everybody on earth had that opportunity, but uh, I had a moment a few weeks ago when I was talking to my therapist going, um, you know, I get back out into the world now and I, I don't feel the same anxieties that I used to feel interacting with people. And I said, I said to her, I was like, I feel like I'm losing my fucking mind. And she was like, no, 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 no. Like, like, have you considered that? In fact, you've changed uh, and grown as a person and just haven't really recognized it. And maybe the, like the COVID and, and being kind of isolated as, has kind of a circumstance where you haven't been able to test yourself really because of that. And, and it's more jarring after a couple of years to step back into the world and be like, Hey, like things are different. I just didn't notice. Right. So yeah, I think the podcast has something to do with that, Jeff. I think, uh, the, I think the friends, the, the real, the real success were the friends along the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but no, I mean that, that idea of, you know, as you were experiencing that growth and it happening concurrently with, with COVID locking down and kind of, um, COVID was a forced state that you wanted naturally, right? Like, yes, the, yeah. the social anxiety yeah, thing. When like, it started, I, I was I like, "This is my wheelhouse. This is exactly right, what I'm looking right. for." <laughs> and then it kind of became this forced state where you're like removed from any kind of public interaction, and yeah, and you you did experience growth because we spent a, we as podcasters generally, us specifically, we spent a lot of time on the line interacting with people and trying yeah. to build those those. Um, that network, so to speak, those channels of communication and collaboration. 
And, and then I can, I can totally see it, how you step back into the real world. And then all of a sudden it's like, this isn't so hard anymore. This doesn't hurt so bad. This isn't so challenging. And I, I experiencing yeah. that as a jarring, like punch to the gut, like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like this is a weird, it's, it's like, instead of world. losing, it's like, it's like you lost 50 <laughs> pounds, but instead of doing it every day, you just woke up one day and were like, Jesus, like, <laughs> I mean, great. But also like, Whoa, like I didn't even see that happen. So yeah, there's something about that. I mean, you call it networking. I call it uh, vying for validation on the internet. <laughs> desperate, desperate to have people, you know, so it's not a pod fade because it's, no. because it's uh, deliberate. Right. Right. It's not a pod fade because consider the longevity you you've massaged the idea. You've, I, I really think you've taken it to its logical end because there's only so many ways to, to approach the idea of assorted goods as it was originally described in your very first episode. Yeah. And, and that format, while there was value there, you know, I think it lost something that could only be, I think what you were going for was a multi-personality concept. Like it needed more people to be viable because you needed those transitions. Yeah. Yeah. And you could sense. never do it by yourself. Yeah. And as you massage the format and, and tried to build the, the larger stories, um, I think, I think what you realized was you were, you're kind of lying to yourself about the, the nature of what the, the content you were building. Like <laughs> you really want to be, yeah. you really aren't that person who wants to be serious and NPR style. You, yeah. you much more want to make fun of the people's. Yeah. So. That's, that's probably the angle. I mean, I, you, Jeff, for, for listeners, Jeff knows better than anybody. How many times I almost quit doing this show. That's right. That's right. And <laughs> this is about the fourth or fifth time that I've been like, I'm doing, I'm getting out, man. I'm getting out. <laughs> I, I think, um, so I have to tell you this story. Um, it has to, I think it's legitimately the fourth time where I, I'm done. Like yeah. that's the first words that I get in my DMs. I'm done. A sort of good is done. I want to, <laughs> I want to get out. And I've supported the decision every time, not because I'm a hateful bastard, um, but because I'm, I'm considered of my friends and I will support almost any decision in any direction, but also legitimately I think that there is value in the next idea. There's always a value in the next idea. The difference this time is you actually had the idea. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had flirtations before I had a few, but, never things, but they fully were never formed. clear. There were never clear ideas and there were usually That's something right. that was like, it's just the same show, but like with right. a, with it's a just different the same name. Show. And that, and that was, there's no value there. Right. But this time you've got the idea, you've got the shape of it and you have the bones and and most importantly, you have the skill to do it. Um, well, there's so, a couple things, right? There's first is, is the, as I'm going through this process and, and talking with people um, and the more, the more I start to realize that I'm like, almost nobody does this. The only people who seem to do this whole, like they do one thing and then they move on to the next are like professionals. Like everybody we know in sort of the small, the, the independent creator community that we, we interact with. Uh, everybody I know is either, doing the same show that they were doing when I met them mm -hmm. or they started a show after I, and they're still doing it. like, there's, there's almost nobody who does it with that sort of uh, fluidity, I guess. Right. That there's, 
there are a few people that that I interact with who are who are you know have a few different creative projects and they they put an end to one and moved on to the other and and done that and but it's very rare and that's I remember putting something on Twitter and having a discussion with people about that being like do you do people feel beholden to to carry on whatever show they're creating for forever like right. I've heard I've heard that being kind of the fallacy of like content creators right like YouTubers who like start something when they're a teenager you know and they they get really popular and they keep doing it and then it's like they're still doing the same the same shtick the same act yeah. when they're like 30 you know right. and it's like you're doing the same thing but if there's like i know it's different when you're like making money because then there's a sort of like feedback loop of like you got to maintain the fan base that you have which yeah. is thank god i never had that problem with this show because stop you know <laughs> but it's a thing that i can imagine that for a lot of people there's probably those the, the nostalgia feeling and the the sort of like uh you know comfort in it and like every, everyone's attached to their own little babies right so right i mean am, am i weird to think that this is you know or is this a natural sort of evolution of of moving on i i really think it's an it's a natural evolution um I, you know, we, you and I, Dan, we bounce so many ideas. If it's, if it's a clever, it's a, if it's a clever title, you know. Oh, it's if like it's a, the best thing I've ever heard. If it's a clever if it's title, it's a title yeah. plus an idea. You know, it, sometimes they're fully formed, right? Like, there don't are forget, some, don't forget a potentially clever uh, artwork idea, right? That's, that's right. There, that there really has gets been, it going. There has been some, you know, the first, I, the first thing that starts the, the the discussion is just artwork. Like, man, this would be a great cover for a podcast. What are you going to talk about? No idea, but I, I want to use this art. It's the fucking really art's cool. going to be amazing. Right. <laughs> Best cover art ever. Yeah. What's your show about? Uh, yeah. Oh, we'll work but, um, on that. We'll, we'll taper the back burner that one. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> no, man, I, I, I think, I think I, cause I, I actually didn't catch most of that conversation on the Twitter, which is, it was a bad couple weeks for me Hey, you didn't miss much it's twitter well i know but also i i feel like some folks probably weren't being honest with themselves like if if there are people out there if if they're not considering a next top a next idea or growth or an evolution of their own product then i think they're fibbing to themselves i i think Everybody has the idea like, is what I'm doing still valued? Is what I'm doing still relevant? Especially if you're not making money. If you're making money, then you have a direct feedback, you right. know, a commentary on what you're doing, right? Well, there's also, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a discussion to get into there about, about goal, right? Which is that yeah. some of the people I talk to, they just, they're just doing this because they love what they do, right? They don't care if five people listen or one person listens or right. a million people listen, that they'll just keep doing the show because they love what they do and all that. So there's a division there's a division in, I think, the, the the outset. And I guess that's what I was wondering about this is that like, is my desire to like make another product or like to move on to more projects and all that kind of its own answer for me of being like, what am I doing this for? Right? Like, I always was just like, oh, I'm just in it for the love of the game. But after like three or so years of doing one show and being like, that's oh, kind of stagnant and the ideas kind of run its course and all that stuff. You know, I could just keep doing it for the love of the game. But uh, maybe I'm admitting to myself, like, no, I do actually want to make successful things or, or, or make bigger things or something like that. Is there, is there an avenue there to explore? I guess, like, I, I think it's valid. I mean, I, I think, 
so there, there's, there's so many layers to this, right? Like there's self-satisfaction, <laughs> right? Sure. If you, if you are actually not content with what you're doing, then do the thing that makes you happy. Right. And right. I think that's where, because when you get frustrated with your own work, why am I doing this to myself? And that sentence has been asked multiple, multiple times, yeah, multiple times, right? Why am I doing this to myself this way? And that's that, I think that feeling is why I was all for like, just let it go. Let it write it yeah. off. Let it find the right idea to be next and then let it the fuck go. So much so that our mutual friend, Billy said something about, I was trying to, I'm trying to convince him to, to hang on to the sort of goods. I was like, no, <laughs> no. And he did a little bit sir. at a previous iteration of this, right? Which was, which yeah, was sort of was a funny like, part of that. You, you cannot do that, sir. I have worked too hard to make it okay. <laughs> well, the scary, the scary word is the, is the B word, right? Brand. It's the brand. I'm like, what? okay. I, I thought about that a few times and I'm like, what brand? <laughs> right. The brand right. like selling t-shirts and shit. Like, no, I'm, I, I'm not at all. And that's, yeah, that's, that's sort of the inevitable conclusion. It's like, I, I know I said it to you a few times. It's like, I've thought of quitting the show like four times. Mm -hmm. And so therefore that's pretty much the good enough reason to quit this show. Was that like, if I keep coming I, I back it to it again and again, every, every six months being like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, all right, yeah. that's, that, that's all you need. I, I think the last time somewhere last fall or so. Yeah. Yeah. It took a few um, months off. I, I think I said to you, if it, if it comes up again, bro, <laughs> you gotta be done. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like that was words that fell out of my face. Well, there was also an earnest approach. Like, like people listen to the show. know. And for, for the few who have been here since start, you're, you're in that category. Like it's, it's changed in its format and it's, and it's focus like 10 times in, uh -huh. in 70 something episodes, like it constantly changed. And then in the fall, when I was ready to, to drop it again, I thought I should give it an earnest, you know, uh, really, really invest in, in doing it the way I want to do it and all that. And I did. And then yep. six months later, I was like, I'm kind of getting there again. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I had a, I had a, I was like, I'm going to plan to wrap this up. And I was like, I, I, I put down like the final, like 10 episodes I was going to do. Yep. Right. And then yep. as the weeks went on and I started to do a few of them and I like, you know, did a few other ones and I started to explore ideas that I'd written down. I got to this point where I just tried to like removing one. And I was like, that's not going to work. And then I like, removed another one. I'm like, that's not going to work. And then I'm like, I don't even want to do that one. And then next thing I know, I had like two things left. And like one of the things I was going to do kind of like fell apart a bit. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to quit it right now. <laughs> like, Maybe I'll do one more. No, I'm just, it, it, it's done. It's done. I'm quitting immediately. I, I think um, it sounds so weird to say, but you know, for the, the, the weird thing that I'm, trying to get out of my mouth is that I'm actually proud of you for carrying it, carrying it through this time and, and yes. reaching an end and being able to say, turn it off. Um, but it was so funny because when we were talking, when we talked last time and I was like, plan your exit, right? Like, yeah, you know, you want to, and this was back, it must've been early March or something or yeah, a couple March months. Into, I think so. You know, yeah. we, cause we were planning, it was 16 weeks cause there were eight episode ideas you had. I was going to do every other week. Yeah. It was going to be bi-weekly. And I was like, okay, well you could plan it for it. Cause it was going to end. It was going to end on Canada day. Right. right. That was, that was <laughs> the way I mapped it out. Cause I was like, you yeah. got to plan it, 
plan it now, write it down. And then that's, that will help you get to where you're going. Right. Yeah. And, and we had that conversation and it felt like, it felt like a really good conversation. And I felt like, you know, a successful, like, yeah, got to a point where, where it made sense to you. I felt like I had done some good in the world. Right. (laughs) And then immediately I started talking to like a, a couple different potential clients and I'm like, I was like, if you want to try something, you have to plan it, write it the fuck down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I talked with, um, country boy, um, which I recorded as an episode of for the trees and have yet to be able to edit for, it yet for listeners. That is, that is Michael Motley, who was a guest for right. sort of goods a few episodes ago from one Mike That's history, right. AKA right. country boy. Uh, I was talking with him and he was talking about growth and, and getting to the next stage and all this stuff and doing things. Yeah. And I was like, I, I told him kind of the same thing. I'm like, bro, write it down, make a plan, write it down. Yeah write it down with, you know, as corny as it sounds, you've heard of smart goals. You know, yeah. I, I can't, I can't get away from that concept. You know, it <laughs> specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Right. Mike is a great example. I think, um, insight wise into somebody that I interviewed, we're talking about him when he's not here. Cause he's done that to me before. So it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I love, the thing I love about it, the, what he's done in the last couple of years is um, he, the way he's incorporated. It, look, it's sort of good. I'm, I'm, I'm having my ADHD brain here where I'm having multiple thoughts at once. Right. So the sort of goods was always completely contrarian. I I'd never followed the, the industry rules Right. right. The, all the things you're all the things that the experts and the thought leaders in, in the field would tell you to do and advise you to do. I did none of them. And then I sort of became a contrarian to them over the over the course of time being like, oh, I'm making a point of avoiding the how to books and all that stuff. And then after a few years of it, I started to be like, you know what, right. there's actually there is validity to expert advice. And, and Mike's what I love about Mike and what he's done is that he has incorporated the all the things that you should do right and mm-hmm. but done them in a way that are uniquely his own and unique to his his content and to his show and to his brand and all that i think <laughs> exiting a sort of goods and moving to something new is also a realization of of not to be such an arrogant dick about it and be like you know what there's validity to to these yeah. things and and to properly strategize um, any sort of creation and, and you don't have to, I don't want to say those term necessarily. You don't have to be a sellout, you know, you don't have to like do all the corniest pieces of industry, quote unquote industry standard, but like you do have to bend a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, again, depending on what your goal is, right? Sure. Like, yeah, of course. Well then, you know, as somebody, I think, I think your perspective is great because you're also somebody who's, bounced around projects uh, a plenty uh, indeed for, yeah for 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 many a, for many a year as well and and i guess you know from from your perspective of it what is it you know like i said nobody not a lot of people do this thing where they they jump from one thing to the next so so what's the allure of the new project um well <laughs> so round and round was started Right. We like me and, and, and a good friend at the time. Um, I really wanted to make a podcast. 
he and I could speak for hours about everything. Right. And some of the shit just left me in tears. Right. So that's what I wanted. I wanted those kind of conversations. And we went through a long creative process to really determine like the thing we were going for. There was a, a, a lot more. So I read a bunch of like how to make a podcast and what makes podcasts successful and the do's and don'ts and all those things. Right. Um, content wise, not like the technical side. Cause I'm, I do technical as a, for a living. So I wasn't yeah. worried about that so much as like, how do you, like, what content do we want? And, you know, we, we did a lot of things where um, it was a lot better than, than we wanted to present. Like I wanted it presented as like a amateur. Yeah. Um, like just a bullshit indie little amateur podcast. Right. But I wanted it. Like I, I did it as professionally as I could. Right. And that makes no damn sense, but use the best gear I could afford, the best software, edit it really well, right? Put a lot of work into the sound and make it sound really good, but then do dumb shit, right? Like Yeah, high quality, you know, more more sort of, I don't know, I, I guess sort of rough shot, like natural sounding yeah. stuff, but like done with quality. Yeah. Done with love and care. Really. Right. It, it was, you know, there was a lot of intentional, like it was scripted, even though we made it sound like it wasn't, you know, there's a lot of effort put behind this thing. And every time, yeah. like you were the first guest and you're like, and the first time I sent a, a, an outline, I was like, here's the outline. And you said like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember being um, like, is this what people do? Like, is this right? And, and you were like, like, every single podcaster guest would be the same. Like, I've never written an outline in my life. Yeah. And, and the intent was though, the whole time it's going to sound like a dumbass conversation. And we're going to build, like, you know, we're just going to like feed each other and, and respond and, and, you know, just get dumb. Right. But there's effort put in behind it. And yeah. it was, it was the, a very good thing. And then we broke up. And then, I didn't want to do the show anymore alone. Right. Yeah. So I had to find my way and define what the next thing was going to be. Cause as I've always said to anybody who will listen, podcasting is a extremely unique opportunity to exercise creativity in so many different media. Sure. I get to speak, right. I like, I should have been some type of performer. I, I I believe that I hate that my childhood went the way that it did. And no, I'm not blaming my mother. Um, nor I'm, I'm not blaming my absent father or my asshole stepdad. I'm just saying, I wish I had been raised in a environment that would have fostered creativity and performance and given me that ability to at least try rather than be a frightened fucking asshole about it for so long. Anyway, that's enough of myself fucking therapy. I'm about the to start is, billing you. <laughs> you can leave all of that shit in. I don't care. Sure. Um, but what podcasting gives, like, I get to do this, right? I get, you know, I, I've found voice acting as a thing, right? Yeah. Um, there's a creativity that I find in editing. Like, I make jokes out of the edits that I make for Billy in his improv thing, right? Right. Um, and, and that's something that I was actually, it was requested for one of 
my new potential clients, like, you know, there's, there's an art to, to editing. And the guy said, essentially, yes, I'm hoping that you're able to make the same kind of humorous cuts. Cause I found them and that shit is funny to me. Right. And I was like, like, wow. <laughs> like you, you actually identified the joke that I made in my editing. Like yeah. that yeah. was, that was the coolest shit I've ever experienced. But Your abilities um, are being recognized in that way. Um, so, so there's that, right. But then we get to do the graphic art piece, right? Like we make cover art, you know, right. merchandise. Yeah. And my buddy George was saying the other day, cause I was, I'm working on the new, um, um, promotional slash, um, like licensing logo kind of brand stuff for the production company. And, um, I showed it to him and I was talking, he was like, I need to get some new shirts because he has like one of every for the trees around the round shirt. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, just hold off. Cause I'm almost done with the FP stuff. And he's like, um, or we were talking about screen printing rather. Um, cause I've done some, like I've operated a, a professional like screen printing thing for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know how to do the process and we use screen printing at work to make new face plates for equipment and stuff. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I was talking about how to do that and, and how to make new screens and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, you're the only person I know who actually has a merchandise line or a brand line. And I'm like, okay, that sounds really weird when you say it that way, but it's true. Technically I do have an entire, you know, merch line for what he's the only worth. person that he knows in his direct life. Cause in the podcast community, everybody's everybody everybody right. <laughs> everybody's but, selling them. But I mean, he, he actually has a, a friend who has a mildly successful YouTube channel who's never considered merchandise. I'm like, that's oh, there stupid. You, go. you know, you, he, that guy should have t-shirts. He, that guy should absolutely have t-shirts that he wears every fucking day. But um, anyway, so podcasting gives us all of that ability, right? Like I, I get to draw. an excuse to the, make your own t-shirts and give them to friends. It gives me an excuse to, to design a new logo or whatever and go get beanies made. It gives me an excuse to draw, you know, to exercise all these things that I've always done, but with an outlet, with a purpose, right? Sure. So, so I, I have to do it. I, I can't not do it or at least interact as a guest or, or produce something. You know, I have to be in this space. It is a thing to me now. It is, it is beyond a hobby, right? Because it's a, you know, hobbies are the, empty holes where we throw money for fun when you have disposable right. income. Right. Right. It's filling the voids now, of life essentially. Yeah. 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 Um, so I have to do it. So in to answer your question, how do you transition from one to the next? And what do you do? You know, I left around and around and I, I wanted to just talk to good people who make good stuff because that was the summer of 2020 news was yeah. fucking wrecked. It was a yeah. really bad time. And I was like, you know, I, I want to, cause I had done it a couple of times with round and round. I spoke with, you know, I've had you on the show, had Billy on the show. Um, you were kind enough to, to talk with Matt Hongold, Hongold's Hetling, Right. Yeah. And then pass him my way. And, and he's one of the fun people. Like I, I could talk to him weekly, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, good people. We got to get and, him on a show, you know, but right. I want to get him on the show again sometime, but, uh, uh and then he like, you know, I, when I had him on the show, it, it had dawned on me, like, I want to ask the guest for the next guest. Like, let me know who's next, right? Yeah. And and then, you know, he introduced me to, to Michael G. Siemens, the photographer, and and that was really cool. And it worked for a minute. And that's how, you know, For the Trees was just, I want to find 
good people who make good stuff, who deserve the recognition and more people doing like paying attention to them. Right. Yeah. The, the, the hook was always, you know, plug your shit now, promote yourself now. And hopefully we can convince people to leave this thing and go listen to you or go look yeah. at you, go buy go your stuff, go look at your out, art, yeah. you know? Um, and that's that I, I think there's, there's a value there, but my opinion, you know, I'm not a person whose opinion matters enough to anybody to, to make that mean something. Right. You know, that, that same show done by somebody who already has a name would be yeah, fucking it has a money. Booker. And has a, you know, has a, right, has a crew right. and people who just do all the work for them. And then they just get to sit down and be like, Hey, tell me your story. That, that would right. be great. Right. Cause it is essentially an, an Oprah style show, right? Like, come on and tell <laughs> us about your book. Come on and tell us about your new movie. Come on and tell, yeah. you know, that's, but I also got to like, you know, talk with Billy and then Billy has his improv improv group. And one of those improv artists um, is a voice over right. voice actor professional, right? Like she was won an award, an international award for voice acting for a toy, right? Like millions of people have bought this toy and every single time they push their button, they hear Tony's voice. And Tony's like, Hey, somebody in my Pilates class is like a writer for Marvel or something. Would you like to talk to him? I think he'd be (laughs) great. And I'm like, what? Well, yeah, yeah, I would. (laughs) Of course. And that's the networking thing, right? I mean, right, right. And, and, and there was so you know, it was, there, there's, I, I got to, and we chat, dude, we chatted for like a hot, you know, I can talk. I don't know if you know this. I hadn't. No, no, I, I, but yes, it's true. I can talk for hours, especially when things fascinate me. Right. Yeah. And, and Dalen Musson, that's his name. He was a writer on the Falcon and the winter soldier. Um, and, and like, it was so weird. Cause like he could not do the interview without having a Disney representative on the line the entire time. <laughs> Just in case you spoil the the series yes. that people are clamoring because all of over. Mark Ruffalo, like now <sighs> anybody anywhere who talks anybody who has anything to do with it who talks on in public has to have a fucking handle. I am going to forever blame Mark Ruffalo for everything. <laughs> that I feel like it. That's right. Mark you need Ruffalo's to grab fault. that little piece of audio that where I said because of Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, it's because of Mark Ruffalo. So right. I'm quitting. So sort of goods is ending. You know why? Because, <laughs> because of Mark because Ruffalo. Of Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. <laughs> but I mean, you know, the, look, you know, I've I've loved being a guest in this sort of circular point in itself here. But yeah, it's you know, I joke that that the you know the real success was the friends along the way, but. I think the real success was exactly that the exposure to things that you've never done before, right. you know, that, right. that, you know, when I first did this, I'd never done anything creative in my entire life. It was on a whim. There's, there was a sequence of events that led me to, to podcasting in the beginning that, that, you know, had they not fallen that way, I maybe have never have done it. Like being like the most awkward, socially disconnected person to be like, I want to put a microphone in front of my face and talk. <laughs> it's like, what? what, what are you thinking? Like, why would, how did you get there? And it just so happened that way. And, and, you know, the, the accessibility of the industry and the con and this sort of avenue of content and all that stuff has a big role to play in it as well. You know, it's, it is really easy. It's very easy to do. It's not very easy to do well, but, I think I love the fact that exactly that you meet people. If you're, if you're open to it, you know, if you're open to, to connecting with other people on a level that is beyond just having people sort of like applaud you, you know? Right. 
a lot of, a lot of people make content just for that, just for the audience. You know what I mean? They just want, you know, that's why there's a lot of, a lot of the professional advice is quite literally, you know, be controversial, you know, talk about hot button topics, say outrageous things, be, you know, straight the line and all that because it builds engagement. It builds, oh, it builds an audience by, by being noteworthy, right? They, they advise that, you know, you need to stand out in a, in a, in a world where there's so many people vying for your attention, you need to be noteworthy and you need to say and do things. But the, the, I mean, I don't think I ever would have stuck with any of this if, if it wasn't for the people that I met, the, the friends, the, literally the friends that I've made you and, and other people in our groups and, and, you know, people who I've guested on their shows and all that. And every time I, I, I guess on a show, we talk about podcasting it's always the same thing. I, I always come back to the fact that I love the fact that I like, I know how to use like Adobe's premiere pro now. Like I know right. how to like stitch a video together and layer things. And like, you know, I just recently learned how for the, for the other podcast that I live on with every week, fucking a, please listen to that. Me and my buddy, Matt, every week, funny stories, conversations, et cetera, et cetera, promo, self promo. But I just learned how to make YouTube versions of it. You know, it was one of those daunting things that like, I used to just put like the, the, the pre-made audio onto YouTube. Oh shit! And yeah. then I, um, I, le- I started to figure out like, Oh, I, I bet I can find a way to actually make YouTube videos for it. And it's one of those things that's like, I did it once and now it takes me maybe an hour a week to, to convert it into a YouTube video that has graphics and, and, you know, backgrounds and all, you know, intro cards and transitions and all that stuff. And it's like, why would I have ever learned this shit? Granted, it's not exactly a lucrative endeavor yet. I, I, I am still very much in the hole financially in this whole process. But like I said to you before, paying for Zoom now after they broke my balls into making me do this, I yes, changed yes, the policies. The, yes, yes. The great opponent of Zoom, the naysayer, the guy who complained yep. and said, I shall never, never. use Zoom again. It took me six days to fold. Has just run his credit card, friends. Yep. Yep. He's on the uh, hook for $20 Canadian. This every the same single day month. we're recording this interview together, this, this eulogy for assorted goods, uh, an episode <laughs> of fucking A came out in which Matt and I basically raved and ranted about how much Zoom sucks and, and uttered all sorts of heinous insults their direction. I also signed up to pay them a monthly fee. <laughs> 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 and as, as I told him to justify it, I said, it's, it's, to spend money on, on something that is, is related to a hobby that I love that, that, you know, enables me to do something fun with, with a, a good friend. And, and every week, like, you know what, that's, you know, I talk to people who are always about like, well, if you put money in, you need to make sure you're getting it back, sell merch, this and that. I'm like, you know what, it's the process of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm going to pay for zoom because it, it gives me all the shit I need to make YouTube videos for a podcast. It's easier to use than other things. I, I feel like it doesn't feel like lost money to me to pay for the Adobe programs, for example, it's, it's right. not cheap. It's not a cheap monthly bill. It you is know what not. I mean? <laughs> and, but it also like, I, I order two things on Uber eats and it's more than that. <laughs> it's more than what Adobe costs me per month. If I decide to shell out for a pizza or, or a burger or something that delivered to my house, like, there are, there are mindsets about this, I think as well, like creatively and in terms of sunk costs and like money in, like you got to spend money to make money. They say, I really also think you got to spend money to explore 
avenues of yourself. You know, there's, there's, there's an element to this podcasting game that, that to me, it's like, I don't know if I'll podcast forever. I don't, uh, you know, I'd like to, but also I don't know if I will, I don't know, maybe one day I'll I'd be a video editor or I'll just be a writer or I'll right. just do voice acting. I don't know a fucking idea, but I never would have had the opportunity to explore all these different creative avenues. If I didn't start with this, it's, it's the doors that have opened up along the way, really. And the people who have been behind them, I guess. And you know, as far as money goes, right. Everybody, if everybody doesn't already have some type of hobby or outlet for themselves, they should. But sure. if everybody has a hobby, right, it is more often than not an expense. You know, even oh, if, yeah, of course. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if it's a free thing, like to go do, like you can go hiking for free, but how do you get there? Yeah, it costs gas, your boots, you need some boots, you buy some shit to take on the trail. There's a baseline of equipment. There's the the commute to get to the place, right? Yeah. That's an expense. Just, you know, consider there's (laughs) money is like, you know, in in the podcasting game, you can spend as much or as little as you want, right? Like you can, you can record for free. You can post for free. You can publish for free. You can edit for free. You can do all that. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a limit like quality wise and effect wise where, you know, at some point you kind of have to make the leap either for, um, for UI purposes or for tools um, or programs, analytics tools, you know, there's, there's a point where you leave the free host. There's a point where you leave the free editing software and you go on. And do it's something more. Buy a better microphone because you're like, geez, these right. other people sound great. Like, right? Yeah. Why don't Why don't I sound? How is it that there's a limit to how good I can sound? Right? Yeah. And, yeah, and you know, eventually you get there. But um, I I I know I will never regret the the expense of this hobby because of all of the things. Right? Like, yeah, that's the exactly. return on investment. It's like, yeah. You know, if if you put in two hundred dollars to get gear to get started. And you, you go into this thinking, well, if I don't get a return on this $200 within five months, I quit. You're yeah. doing this the wrong way. Jeff, any parting wisdom for a show that didn't succeed? It, but it did. But, it, no. but that's just it. It did. It succeeded in being what it was. And what it was was your first podcast. It's it succeeded in giving you the experiences that you've had over the past, not three, but four years, Dan. Yeah. When was your first episode? October 14th, 2018. October. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was well, a fall launch. <laughs> it was a fall. A, it was fall of 2008. It was a brisk <laughs> fall day that we set a sail into the podcast world. Things were good back then. <laughs> they were, well, marginally. <laughs> But we weren't really that good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, no, man, I, it, 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 it's always been, and we've said this from like our very first interactions, you have to define success, right? Right. If you define success initially as making a good product that you are proud of, then you were successful until you weren't. When you decided that you weren't as happy with the content that you were making, and now you're ready for change, right? It's your decision. Yes. 
It's not your listener's decision. It's not your mom's decision. It's not your girlfriend's decision. It's not your brother's. It's Dan's. Dan decided that he wants Sorry, to listeners, do more. Mom, better. brother, girlfriend, et cetera. Sorry to all of you. <laughs> Especially listeners, because I know how shocked they were to be like, what? You're quitting? You didn't even announce it. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Sorry. I guess I'm out. I didn't really see, it, you know, we started this with a, is it a pod fade? It can't be because it was really way too abrupt to be considered something that faded. So. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Not a fade at all. It was a hard cut smash cut. That's right. The That's exactly only way you could have done it any better is to have already produced the first episode of the next thing and roll straight You're into it. Vastly overestimating my ability to get things done, Jeff. I, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the sentiment. I appreciate you hanging out here for the for the last episode as as the coffin slowly lowers this <laughs> podcast into the ground. Although it lives on in spirit and also in a newsletter that listeners can subscribe to, that is probably closer to like the real essence of assorted goods. I think than maybe even the podcast ever was. I think so. Yeah, and, and also uh, it lives on. Uh, on the host and will always be listenable unless you do something dumb. That's true. As long as I can f- still pay for it. <laughs> 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 Otherwise you're going to have to email me and I'll just like drop you the MP3. <laughs> and you can just take it that way. We can do this old school folks. If you really want to, I'm open to it, but uh, Jeff, nevertheless, thank you. Uh, but you, we, I'd be remiss not to let you plug anything oh, you want to plug. Uh, <laughs> now you're on the spot. Okay. So I make a lot of stuff. Um, I think first off, I want everybody to go and listen to Forza Crowd because we're about to record the final four episodes of that show um, oh. for what it's worth. Uh, we're doing that. We're recording it on Sunday. It'll be released over blah, 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 blah. And that'll be it. That'll be done. Two seasons and, and never again. Uh, and it's worth listening to. I thought it was a lot of fun. And uh, I was we- also on it. That's right. Multiple yeah. episodes as a guest star. That's right. And I'm, I'm really the main point of the whole show, actually. So. I don't think that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we also, you and I, we collaborated on a thing called Coyote's Bluff, which is a audio drama kind of police comedy thing. That was a hell of a lot of fun to make. It was the first thing that we really yep. made. And that's not true. That's no, not true at all. The first thing true. we made was Dispatches of Disassociation. Yes, it is. Um, and that was a fucking roller coaster and it was a blast to do, which led to the creation of Coyote's Bluff, which then in turn led to the, my uh, taking the step towards actually doing this quasi professionally for other people. Uh, and you can go listen to the product of a lawyer who is an improv actor um, getting down and witty uh, on laying down the law. Uh, and if you actually want to listen to shit that I make myself with my own voice, it's called for the trees. It's called round and round. There are some extant episodes of half fast out there, a car and technology podcast, which I let die when the COVID hit and I couldn't go to car shows and touch them anymore. Uh, to recap yeah. of numerous pod fades to cap uh, off this half fast, half fast was a pod fade, um, That's but right. due to circumstance rather than whatever, um, Anyway, yeah, those are all the things that I'm involved with making. And I will, I will make sure to, for one last time, to put a little show notes together with links to all of those, just to, just to refine my show note making skills. (laughs) 
Uh, Dan, I love you. I love you love like you a too, buddy. Thank you for dropping by. Thank you for hanging in there. This was just episode one, and it was rocky at times and a raw production at best. A lot of lessons were learned, and there's so much more to improve on, and I'm looking forward to it. But, you know, suggestions are welcome. Any wise words of wisdom from anybody out there? I love me some engagement. So, you know, drop me a line.